0: What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show today. Well, we're live in um, uh, we're live in the, the the basement, the dungeon, really of um, Illinois Arena, State Farm Arena, where I'm going to get a chance to uh, I'm going to get a chance to call. The Illinois-Ohio State game on our good friends at Compass Media's radio network. So we'll get that. Uh, that's at, uh, what time is it local? I don't even know what time locally the game is. If anybody knows, I know it's a couple hours after my show. That's all I'm worried about. Check out the latest lines in world of sports at BetRiver Sportsbook. BetRiver's is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Play gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, there's news stories out about... Uh, LeBron James I'll get to those in a second there also is a build-up now where we feel like we'll have Diana Rossini from ESPN said that uh, Aaron Rodgers will announce his decision on what he wants to do in the upcoming season um, in the very near future so both of those things to me are are lead topics if you will um we also have a report that Troy Ickman's going to leave Fox TV and go to ESPN Monday Night football I'll tell you what I think of that that one's interesting Ooh, we're gonna we got Mark Medina joining us from nba.com where there is did you guys see that the Nets are favorites to come out of the East this despite the fact that we don't know when the big three will play they haven't actually played a basketball game together and the start of their schedule the start of the second half is pretty arduous but we'll we'll see uh, there is acrimony in Los Angeles. This per, per, per Bill Oram, the athletic reports that LeBron James and the Lakers tension is, quote, like the early days of war. Well, that's an ironic parallel, right, with everything that's going on in Ukraine that we're making war analogies. I understand it's not really a war, but it's in the early days. P- teams dug in and 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 taking sides. On one side, you have Rob Palenka, who was set to trade for Buddy Heald. And I don't know if others have mentioned this, but I have on good authority that the trade was essentially agreed to uh, with the Sacramento Kings to acquire Buddy Heald. There was a plan in place, players they wanted to, to keep, and... LeBron James and Anthony Davis said, we don't want Buddy Heald. We want Russell Westbrook. They had met with Westbrook. They had talked to Westbrook. They had explained to Westbrook his role. They had both decided this is the path they wanted to take. And the Lakers to acquiesced and instead traded for Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook can't shoot. Doesn't seem to be terribly coachable. His defense is worse than anybody could have imagined. Um... So bad, in fact, that the former NBA MVP has been benched in huge clutch moments. And the Lakers, well, the Lakers have been the better because of it. Outside of that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? Now, from the LeBron standpoint, obviously they feel like Russell Westbrook isn't working. So much so that they pushed at the trade deadline to acquire John Wall, who is not playing currently for the Houston Rockets, but instead would acquire John Wall's gigantic contract in hopes that it could be better or he could be better than Russell Westbrook. So you might ask yourself, why wouldn't the Lakers do that? Right? Why wouldn't they acquire a John Wall who, if nothing else, has fresh legs? And the answer is is really, really simple. Uh, the, the money is very similar. Right? Money is very similar. 44 and 47 million. 44 this year, 47 million next year, which is about the same money they're going to be on the hook for Russell Westbrook with. My, my guess would be that Palinka and Jeannie Buss, they're like, look, you guys decided on Westbrook. Now you're going to plant and pivot and change and say John Wall. Next week, it'll be somebody else or something else. We, we, we can't just keep changing ideas. And the only way for it possibly successful is for you guys to play together, get healthy. Let's get the most out of it we can. Because anytime you're making a move at the trade deadline like this, it's a trade out of desperation. And when you make trades out of desperation, it's like shopping when you're hungry. You're never going to get a good deal. You're just going to buy what's in front of you because you have to satisfy that, that, that hunger in your stomach. And, oh yeah, by the way, John Wall, as much as um, he has otherworldly talent and Russell Westbrook's not working, Let's remember John Wall didn't end up working in Washington and they were happy that he was gone even when Westbrook was back. And I understand there are other things at play with the Houston Rockets, but the fact is they are paying him to not play. They do not want him to play. If that's not a warning sign for John Wall, I don't know what else is. This is the, the Lakers... And LeBron James telling the Lakers we need to blow through stop signs is it's like the Dukes of Hazzard. Do you remember the Dukes of Hazzard? Once a show, they would be driving the back roads, running from uh, Roscoe P. train, And there would be a sign that would say bridge out of order. There would be all these signs that told them to turn around, to take a left, to do anything other than continue to go forward. They would blow through them. They would go over the bridge, which was only... Uh, only half a bridge they'd make some crazy jump they would say yee and somehow they would stick the landing that's only in TV shows that occur on the Universal lot what really happens is you jump over bridges and you end up in the drink so I actually look I, I think I think not bringing back Caruso was a gigantic piece and a gigantic whiff by Rob Palenka But I actually stand by him and agree with this idea of why would you trade for John Wall when, yeah, how do you have Russell Westbrook? And, oh, yeah, by the way, this getting out probably dramatically uh, hurts the relationship between LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook because, remember, he was supposed to be their guy. They recruited him. They made the decision to bring him aboard. Now they make the decision to get rid of him only no one got rid of him. And so good luck with that relationship the rest of the year. But the beginnings, the early days of a war. Look, what LeBron James is doing, this, this whole thing is, he is leveraging the end of his career. And he wants Bronny James. Bronny James is not an NBA player. As of right now. Now, can he improve? Yes. Can he make himself into one? Sure. He just played in the Open Division semifinal. At home, he had four points, and they lost. In terms of overall talent of Division I basketball players, they had better talent than Harvard-Westlake. It's not that he's a bad player. He's kind of just a guy. He'll be a good college basketball player. But but LeBron trying to skip steps and make him into a one-and-done pro as well as leverage all of his relationships in L.A. and throw out the, hey, you know, door not closed to Cleveland, he's intentionally upsetting the apple cart. This is what LeBron does everywhere he has been. He tries to take over, and when he's told he can't take over, then he lashes out, and usually he moves on. That may end up happening here. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, uh, big story yesterday in uh, the world of sports broadcasting is that Troy Aikman appears to be leaving Fox for Monday Night Football. Um, my immediate reaction is, well, that that makes sense because even though it was rumored that Troy was looking at Amazon and to split, you know, split time between Amazon and Fox, or maybe be Amazon's lead guy. Uh, ESPN for years has been searching after they lost Gruden for a Gruden-like guy because they're going to have a Super Bowl, and part of the promise to the NFL is. That we're gonna have a big time crew to do the Super Bowl, and my, look, Steve Levy is a, a good friend of mine. He's a great dude. He actually called me before. Uh, his twins are several years younger than mine, but like, here's the kind like he wanted to name his daughter Harper. He knew I had a Harper. He's like, hey, I just want to check in. Like, you okay with my name and daughter Harper? I was like, yeah, why not? What? Why? He's like, your daughter's Harper. Is like, okay, you know, it's kind of guy he is, but. Um, and I don't think he remains with Aikman, maybe for this year. But the other guys are great. They're they're, they're good. It's a good game broadcast. It just doesn't have the cachet of I mean, even of the Mannings, even of the Mannings. So I. I, is My belief is that they'll probably have a whole new broadcasting crew. But they're, they're trying to make it so that the NFL is happy with the name quality and the resonance of the guys they have in the booth. And Troy, you know, some may like others better, right? Some may like Romo better. The fact is that Troy, three Super Bowls, Hall of Famer, and as good and solid a broadcaster as you're going to find. And I would guess, you know, a couple years ago he did the NFL draft when Fox had it as well. I'm guessing he liked that, and that'll be the only other thing he does. What happens with Fox is interesting. Um, what do you think, Bayer? I mean, like, you consume TV much like I do. We both kind of – I really like the Manning thing, but it's not calling a game. You do kind of get lost in what's happening in the game. What do you think?
2: I think that Sean Payton will be the guy that steps in the spot of Troy Aikman. ESPN's I, I was surprised that they would reel in Aikman because of what you said with the Manning cast. The, <laughs> I mean they're they're going more all in with the Manning cast next season from what we have what we have read and what we've heard. So now you're trying to up that Annie. while then also? having this big name on this other broadcast i was very very surprised uh with that but it seems like a very yankees move you know we'll just we'll bring over the big name and if he works or not then it's on him but we did our job by bringing in the big name
0: it should be pointed out that most people most people uh watched the traditional broadcast on Monday Night Football that even though broadcasters and real sports guys love the Manning cast, most people watch the traditional game broadcast. It's really hard to like, why would you watch that when you could have the Mannings? But that's just how people are. I also think that we have to point out that Monday Night Football, though it's not close to what it used to be, it is a standalone game and it will never be what it used to be. But the fact is, it has it has its own day, and and I would guess he also wasn't super happy with doing that one, uh, doing the Tampa. No, uh, what was that? What was the playoff game he did? Was it Tampa and the Rams? That was the game they they, they did because they switched out the games. They
2: it was the. Uh, um... I'm sorry. It was it was the wild card weekend, I believe. They had to do Tampa and Philadelphia, and the Niners and Cowboys were on CBS hmm. because of the Nickelodeon game. Right.
0: T.J. Spensata joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Hoosh, you going to be in Fox's booth next year? Is that, is that the plan? If they were
1: smart, I would be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How come there hasn't... Has there been a wide receiver who's gotten that opportunity? I don't
1: know, man. I I think the perception is oh, we don't know the Collinsworth,
0: game. Collinsworth, Collinsworth. Yeah, Collinsworth is I mean that,
1: Greg Jennings I mean, has done some games, but I mean it could be the perception that we don't know the game of football inside out. Um I was a guy I I knew protections. I I knew everything. I know fronts. I I know the game of football but it could be the way we carry ourselves i don't i don't know what it is but it's really a quarterback driven uh spot hopefully that will change in the future but yeah man i i believe i can do it i i know the game inside and out and i don't i love football like that's all i do is watch sports and so football is my main sport and so if given an opportunity i'd knock it out
0: all right i i'll i'll tell you the name that i've heard okay to keep an eye on Ready for it? That, that would. I'm listening. Who is it? It is John Lynch. With both I mean, Amazon, everybody's talking about them going after Sean McVay. Winston, he, John Lynch has done it, he's very good at it. Um, he's done a good job with the Niners, but the, the question is always would he come back to television? John Lynch is the name to look out for.
1: John Lynch, is, he's a smart dude. He's been on both sides. He's called games, and then you go in the front office and you run a team. And I don't only run a team. The 49ers do a really good job of drafting guys. They do a really good job of developing guys. So that wouldn't be a bad thing considering he was already successful at doing it. He's been very successful with the Niners. Um, yeah, you can't go wrong with that.
0: TJ Spin's out of joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What are you hearing on Aaron Rodgers?
1: I really believe it's it's over, man. That post he put up, it's it's cryptic, and it's like, oh, everybody's reading into it. What else you expect people to do? When you do what you did, that seems like a goodbye, like a thank you. I really appreciate all the years we had together, and now it's over. And I want to tell you guys this before I tell everyone else, but everyone else is going to see it at the same time as you see it. And so I, I truly believe that uh, he's played his last snap in Green Bay. And Coos, uh, I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Oh, we didn't make this promise. You probably didn't make the promise, but you guys have some type of, type of arrangement and agreement that if he wants out, you would do your best to put him in a situation that's advantageous to himself and the Green Bay Packers. And so I truly believe that Aaron Rodgers will not play for the Green Bay Packers uh, this
0: upcoming season. Even though they brought back Tom Clements?
1: Yes. I, I believe even though they brought him back, it's a little too late. You know, I believe Devontae <clears throat> Adams is gone. And you, you see him trying to maneuver with the salary cap, but they're going to lose a lot of guys. Two years in a row, you're the number one seed, you lose first round, or, or you lose your first playoff game. And, and so – I, I just believe, and it's happened, all these great players, Tom Brady, you one you thing, Joe Montana, the, a lot of great players have moved on and played with other organizations. I believe Aaron may want to see what it's like being with a different team because you've seen him before. And so I believe bringing back Tom Clements is a step in the right direction. It's just a step too late.
0: Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Radio. So then where would he go?
1: Denver, I, I just, I don't believe Denver hires Hackett without him saying, Aaron Rodgers wants to come here and play with me. I, I just don't see how, out of all the people that are available, Nathaniel Hackett is the guy that you hire without him going into that meeting saying, if, if I'm the coach, I, we got a great chance of getting Aaron Rodgers here. I, I believe that's the case. They have the draft capital. They have young players they can give them. And so I believe Aaron Rodgers is a Denver Bronco next year, and that would be the most exciting division in football.
0: It would be an amazing, amazing division, amazing change. Uh, Let's get to Tom Brady. You were the one who called it and said Tom Brady's done in New England. Is Tom Brady done, done, or just done in Tampa?
1: Hey, Doug, check back with me next week. Check back with me next week, and I'll I'll give you a certain answer. Um, I'm gathering information, and as I gather this information, I'll say in about seven to ten days, I can give you a concrete answer on what I uh, believe is the truth. Right now, it would just be speculation, but next week I'll be more. I'll have more information for you.
0: Of course, you play with the Bengals. What can they do to sustain what they were, what they accomplished this year?
1: First and foremost, resign Jesse Bates, and do the obvious go fortify that offensive line. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, all on rookie contracts. You can get two to three offensive linemen in free agency and or draft. And if you get them in free agency, give them three-year deals, big money, if they're that good, and fortify that offensive line and see what you can do while you got your best players on a rookie contract because they can really be something special. But the AFC is not going to be a cakewalk. There's just so many good teams you can't laugh. You can't just sit there and say, "Oh, we'll be better next year." Joe Burrow was hit and sacked a lot, and there's let Aaron Rodgers get to Denver. That's another team in the AFC, and you, you can talk of Baltimore should be better, Buffalo, Kansas City, uh, the Chargers. There's just so many teams in that conference that can play the Bengals. Resign Jesse Bates. Get that offensive line where it needs to be. Oh, and by the way. Get a corner opposite of
0: a uh, uh that, that is that all you got to do? That, that is that it? I mean, that that feels I mean, like a lot of patch. Um,
1: Jesse Bates is free agents. You can you can resign him.
0: You have what, a lot of
1: cap space. You can go get you offensive lineman. Like it's very very realistic. It's not like ah we can't. Do-. It's very realistic. Something that can be done.
0: What um uh what do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers do at quarterback?
1: Wow. Um, just left the field. Mason Rudolph was out there working out, so I know he's putting the work in. He he's out here grinding. That that's a fact. Whether he's that guy or not, um, do they draft Kenny Pickett? Do they draft Matt Corral? Do they try to get in on an Aaron Rodgers a free agent, a Jimmy G. The Steelers are the Steelers, man, much respect for the organization. They're always gonna be tough. One thing the Steelers are gonna they're gonna play defense. If that offense can be complimentary, uh they're going to be good because you say the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know they're going to play defense.
0: Yeah. I, I, um, okay, what about Lamar Jackson? There, there's been no contract extension. He has no agent. He's doing it himself. What do you think happens in Baltimore?
1: That's interesting. You know, there, there's rumors of Lamar Jackson uh, coming to practice at the last second, missing meetings and things of that nature. Um, I'm sure they want to sign him. But it's it's almost hard when you're the quarterback and the agent because the things that you don't do well, who do they say those to? Do they, hey, Lamar, you're showing up to practice at this time. Oh, you might miss this meeting. Do they say that to him? Or do they? would they like to say it to an agent like, hey, you need to tell him we need this, this, and this. And so contract negotiations are cutthroat. Yeah, we want to pay you, but we want to pay you something that's advantageous to our team. And when there are negative comments, do they tell Lamar these things? And so they don't there's not that buffer that's there. I believe a deal gets done because he's talented. But I'm eager to I just don't know how you navigate through this without lowballing him and making him feel unwelcome and making him have an attitude about what you guys offered. Um, tough spot to be in if you're if you're Lamar and the Ravens.
0: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, no, I I agree. Okay, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? There's some that play, you know, Schefter said, you know, that don't don't count Jimmy Garoppolo out of San Francisco yet. I I I don't see how they don't turn it over to Trey Lance. What do you think happens with Garoppolo?
1: Jimmy is—he—I he, I don't believe there's a chance he stays in San Francisco, and they're doing that to, just to make sure they get top value for him. Like, oh, it's a possibility he comes back. No, there isn't. Um, I know Trey Lance has some injuries. I know Trey Lance probably didn't progress the way they would have liked, but Trey Lance is going to put that work in in this offseason. I know that for a fact. He's going to get out here with these coaches, um, these private quarterback coaches, and – they're going to retool him. They're going to get him back to where he was. Uh, when you go on season and you start having injuries, you kind of forget to work on your game because now you're rehabbing these injuries and you take a step back or two. This offseason, he'll get in the lab. He'll be the starting quarterback. Where Jimmy G goes, I honestly don't know because, to me, it's who's going to offer the most. Is it going to be Tampa? Is it going to be the Steelers? Will it be this team? Will it be the Washington Commanders? Whoever offers the 49ers the best draft pick, I believe, will get Jimmy G. Will it be the Saints? You just don't know. But I believe they're just saying that so that they can get maximum value for Jimmy.
0: Hoosh, you the best, man. Uh, we'll check back in in a week. You'll tell us about the Brady thing in the meantime. Thanks so much for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Hey, my God, Doug, uh, keep up the great work, man. You always do a hell of a job. You know I believe that.
0: Thanks, thanks, Hoosh. Who's the best. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. What up, Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show comes to you live today from Champaign-Urbana. That's where the University of Illinois is located. And uh, that's where I'll be tonight watching... uh, the Illini take on the Ohio State University. Should be a good game. You can see it on Fox Sports 1. You can hear it on Compass Media Networks. Uh, Brian Gunnikens addressed the media yesterday, and um, I thought there was some pretty interesting stuff that came from it. He talked about the fact that he he didn't really understand the idea of trading Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers because there's – They have as good a chance to win the whole thing as anybody. That makes sense. But he also said this in regards to uh, this story last year, that the reason or one of the things that the Packers had to do to acquiesce to get Aaron Rodgers back was to um, promise to trade him at the end of this season and to change his contract if he so desired uh, so that he only had one year left. Goodenkus addressed the rumor by saying that the Packers told Rodgers um, that that, uh, that he denied the rumor that the Packers told Rodgers they would trade him if he no longer wanted to be a part of the team. That was not something I told him. Again, I think the whole conversation with Aaron last season before he came back was that regardless, at the end of this past this past season, we would sit down as a group and we would work it out one way or another. So it does feel like kind of semant- – we're having a semantics war here, right? Where did you promise to trade him? No, but we promised to sit down and work it out one way or another. So sometimes you have a conversation and one person hears one thing and another person hears something completely different because one way of working out potentially would be trading him. It, it would be the worst possible thing for our Brian Gunekunst to have to do because – Aaron Rodgers, God forbid, goes on and wins the Super Bowl in Denver, Pittsburgh, or wherever, you gave away the greatest or second greatest or third greatest, I would say best quarterback in the history of your franchise and one of the best in the history of the sport. You couldn't work it out. We've also been told that there's a decision looming. Does anybody know? Yes, one person. It's Aaron Rodgers. the The tea leaves feel like he's got a great working or a great working relationship with his head coach, a better working relationship with his front office, and they brought back uh, a guy, quarterback coach, who he was very upset when he was when he was let go. Very upset. On the other hand, there is all of this uh, reminiscing. About 17 years of incredible success in Green Bay. So, so which is it? You know, you could also say, hey, look, what have we seen in the last two years? Two guys get out of the only team they've ever played for and go win championships. Aaron's no dope. He sees it. On the other hand, they're in the NFC. It feels, it feels like it's far easier to get there in the NFC than it would be in the AFC, in years to come. Uh, none of us have any true idea, right? We're, we're not going to sit here and tell you we know. We don't know. Don't know at all. Bayer, if you had a guess right now, purely a guess, what do you think he wants to do?
2: What do I think he wants to do? Yeah. I think he wants to play for the Packers next season. Why do you think that? Um, because just the the way that he has sounded uh, in his uh, postseason remarks, um, I believe that Green Bay did try to mend fences. I don't think that uh, – I, I think there's a lot of effort in trying to go to a new team and make it all work. That was in Tom Brady's blood. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to work. It's not what I'm saying at all, but I think it's just it makes the job – Ten times more difficult, um, and so I think the amount of money that he could get paid or would want to get paid as well would be something that he wouldn't want to turn down. And I also thought that he would retire last year and kind of learned my lesson in trying to read the tea leaves and what's realistic and and what's not. So I thought he was. I've always said, and it's probably the fifth time I've said it this week. I think Aaron Rodgers different cat, but I think that all signs point to him wanting to play for Green Bay next season. And, oh, I was gonna say, and the ability to get to a Super Bowl, I think, is now you take out Brady and the Buccaneers as an option, and the road in the NFC is 10 times easier than it would be in the AFC. I mean, and I'm not saying that Green Bay can go to L.A. and beat the Super Bowl champion Rams, but Green Bay was the top overall seed you now lost another contender who was one of the top you know four teams in the league this uh you know this past season so yeah i mean it's yeah to me it's you know you lose you lose the team that beat you two years ago and was the what the second seed this past year Uh and now they're no longer a contender makes the road a little bit easier so i say yeah back to green bay for rogers
0: jason stewart what do you think
3: It seems to me that Devontae Adams is a, a big part of this because Aaron keeps bringing it up. You know, he he always seems to offer the fact that that they should franchise tag him or that's a big option. And I I kind of wanted to talk about that with, with the two of you guys because I don't understand that. Is he wants Devonte back? He obviously thinks the world of the guy; is an amazing receiver. But it seems like he's kind of a. Uh, Putting, um, i mean, he's like pigeonholing his uh, his top receiver, right? P- players don't like to be tagged. Doesn't Devonte want like a long term deal on his next contract? Like, I that's kind of the weird thing for me in this and that. I think he does want to be a Packer. I think he, Aaron Rodgers wants to come back. It's just this whole thing about I want Devonte as well, and the only way to get that done is to franchise him. And it just it doesn't seem like he's putting his. Re- Best re- receiver uh, in the best possible position for Devontae. Did, you, you did, did he say
0: he wanted to franchise him?
2: He did allude to it at one point in saying, I know Devontae probably does want to hear that, but. Which is strange to me.
3: It, you know, it's it, it really the only way to make it work uh, salary wise, right? They, they can't sign no, Devontae long term. Uh,
0: yes, you, you can. I mean, you can, it, all these things can be done. You're just eventually going to have to pay the price at some point. Right, that's really what it's about. Is eventually you're going to have to pay a substantial price in 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 tax, or you're you're at some point you're going to be in cap hell. Yes, you know. And right now the cap is bad, but the cap spikes up next year. They already cleared out 11 million dollars in space. Most people think they'll redo Bakhtiari's deal. That was a new deal that he's never actually played a game on, you know. And then Aaron Rodgers can get a new deal, and Devonte Adams can get a new deal, and they'll be fine, and they'll have they'll have money to spend. I think that's. By I'm not speaking at a turn that's generally no. Right?
2: Yeah, and I think that I think and Gudikun said yesterday they'd rather do the long term deal with uh, with Adams and not the franchise tag, and Gudekunst also left the door open for Adams to leave. So to me, it kind of sounds like that maybe they wouldn't want the franchise tag with Adams. That that would be the third option that they would choose.
4: Ramos, what do you think? I think um, Aaron Rodgers realizes that um, he holds them by the bottom part. And um, that.
0: (laughs) By the bottom part?
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think he knows that um, they're going to do everything they can to keep him there. And he loves it. He loves the fact that they're bowing down him and doing everything they can to hold on to him because he is the franchise. He's the name. They lose Aaron Rodgers. I don't know where they go from there after that. So I think he loves it. I think he will stay because I think he realizes that they are doing everything they can. And in a small way, they don't you feel like they're kind of telling him, yeah, that Jordan Love thing, that was a mistake. We're really sorry about that. Like without saying it out loud, or without telling people that Jordan Love was a wrong move, they're kind of telling him by their action of what they're trying to do.
0: Um yeah I mean again like so much of this is is taking out of the actual context of what happened at you in particular John I mean so like when they drafted him it was coming off a year in which many believed his skills had started to decline and Jordan Love was not an immediate fix it was supposed to be this year or next year he was ready turns out Aaron Rodgers skills have not been in a decline and turns out that Jordan Love is still likely not ready. So, <clears throat> I guess you could say they misevaluated two different quarterbacks, including the one that they have. But their misevaluation of Aaron Rodgers was something that many people did. That that, that would be my pushback on that.
4: Pushback. do you, I had this question about LeBron James last hour when you were talking about, and I, and kind of carries over now to Aaron Rodgers. When do you think the wall? Like, what is your your point of, of a wall being hit? Like, what do you need to see from Aaron Rodgers, or what do you need to see from LeBron James that would tell you, oof, I think he just hit the wall." Like, they haven't yet, right? I mean, obviously no. LeBron slowed down a little bit. Aaron yeah. Rodgers has not. He's he's throwing you know touchdowns left and right. I but think. But what, he's do, you, what down do you what do you need? Bit. Okay. So, but so what do you bit. need to see that would tell you like, uh oh, he's definitely gone the on the decline i i think
0: the type of games that we saw to start the year against the saints we would see those more often but for the most part he had a bad game and then he shook it off and he's been very very good that would be my my take for for lebron i think you know you just had to watch it i mean he's smart he knows how to statistically make it look like he played better than oftentimes he has you know, he's been in. This is one of the things that's comical about LeBron. He's been in at the end of blowouts, getting his numbers up, and you know nobody calls him on it. He just kind of does what he wants, and uh, he's clearly playing for the stats. But I, I, I still think LeBron has the fastball. He just can't throw it into late innings the way he used to, and I think uh, Rogers. You know, there was. He's still a magician the regular season, but his inability to pull out the magic in the postseason is not just about him. It's about everybody, but it does tell you a little bit something about him.
2: You know, it's so funny with numbers, Doug, and you bring that point up, because in in this 24-hour-a-day sports news cycle, I mean, there's content everywhere, whether it be on Fox Sports Radio, whether it be on Fox Sports 1, any other sports network, on podcasts, on Twitter. You mentioned the numbers part of it, and... A lot of people don't watch these games. So it ultimately comes back to the numbers. And that's that's the funny thing about Rodgers, because... His numbers stand out when you talk about passer rating and the lack of interceptions. And those that watch him closely may say, you know what, he really doesn't put the ball in harm's way because he doesn't want to throw that interception, doesn't want it to hurt his numbers. Um, the the pass that he made in the end of the 49ers divisional game to Devontae Adams was just a complete you know, chuck down the field overthrow, hoping Adams is able to make a catch. But if he doesn't, it likely just falls incomplete, which it did. There's... You know, it's it's interesting because we will then just fall back on the numbers, but we don't remember those instances or an instance with LeBron James. And I'm is guilty of it as well. But when these guys put up these numbers, sometimes they can fool us on how close they are to the wall or what they have done. So your point
0: about LeBron, I think, is very well taken because I'm not sure how many LeBron uh, is continuing. awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. oh look, he's he's playing center. Like, yeah, that means he has a center on him. Look at the look at the plus minus. Look at the actual score of the game. Look when he's in the game. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot more to it than that. So, I yeah, I sometimes the numbers do make it really hard. A- again, everything I've been told is they felt like he'll get a new contract. They'll have him back. They'll probably get rid of Jordan Love. Um, as as they, there's still some intrigue about him. But that, that doesn't mean in, in any way that, that there's concrete evidence. You're still guessing with Aaron Rodgers, which is really, really hard to guess. Because he's the te- cause there has been a certain nostalgia to some of the things he's saying. And one would think nostalgia means you're not going to be playing for them anymore.
2: Listen, the Cardinals moved on from Josh Rosen after one year when he was the 10th overall pick. And it wasn't an ideal situation. For Green Bay to move on from love without him ever taking a snap – it may be a bad pick, but so be it. This is the twenty sixth overall pick. There have been a lot of first round picks at number twenty six that don't pan out. So to sit there and feel like you have to be pot committed to Jordan Love and make sure that you get a look at him, I think it's just a false narrative.
0: Yep. Yep. I I would I would agree, but we don't know how they. That's again. Remember, this is this is powerful men telling the world I was wrong. That's yeah. what it is. You know. I, I was wrong. I misevaluated a guy. I misevaluated two guys. If you're a valued customer, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, just one thing. Paxton Lynch. who just
2: got drafted in the USFL. Yes, 26th overall pick. Yep. And, and and you know and, and maybe it was more of Paxton Lynch's fault, but Denver ends up moving on from him. And I, I know they're still trying to find a quarterback, but you know th- they're done with it. It's not like they've
0: been handcuffed with uh, Paxton Lynch for five years.